Do you want to count me in? Am I counting you in this? You can. Okay. I'm going to do it my way then. Okay. So that means that I'm going to say three, two, and then I'll wait to you. Okay. <laughs> Did you fake press the button? Yes. Okay. Three, two. <laughs> All right. Go. Welcome to the Bruce Cooper podcast episode three. Titled, I, you know, I don't know. I've been thinking about this a lot and uh-huh. I have been wanting to talk about like retro, not retro, this like weird line between retro and what's not quite retro. So <laughs> I don't know what that means. Games in the like late 90s, early 2000s. So we can say when we were uh, entering high school, entering high school for me, middle school, that would be ending middle school. Yeah. And starting, because I'm a year younger. Yeah. So, like, those games that fall in that category of, like, not quite old school to us, but to, you know, uh, an 18-year-old games that would be coming out. Oh, shit. How many? So, are you? Yeah, shit. 18 years old. Are we talking, like, the, like, Aladdin on the Sega? No, I'm talking more like the Dreamcast era. I didn't have that. After, like, slightly after the Nintendo 64. Uh-uh. I, I think had the N64. I think Sega would be considered vintage at this point. That's like, but that's my favorite game, though, also, by the way. Aladdin on uh, the... Aladdin on the Sega. Interesting. And I also like 1080 on the Nintendo. Okay, those are completely different things. What do you, I mean, <laughs> that's like saying I really, really liked uh, the movie Jumanji. And I really also love to watch the X Games. Actually, I agree with both of those statements. I mean, that's true. But like, what if... uh, No, sure. Like, I mean, I get it. But I'm just saying, like, what about Aladdin? Here, let me rewind. Okay. I didn't mean for that. I didn't... That made me sound like an asshole. And I really... I mean, it didn't make me sound... I sounded like an asshole, but... (laughs) Explain the correlation between... Yeah, like, what, what do you like... (laughs) <laughs> it just seems like usually people are like, I like first person shooters or I like side scrolling adventure games. You're like, I like a side scrolling game and a snowboarding game, which is. You can't like multiple things. Yeah, you can like as many as you'd like. You can. What tickled your fancy about both of those games? Start with Aladdin. With Well, with Aladdin, it was Aladdin, which is a great movie. Yeah. One of my favorites. And then you got to like you had to jump on the carpet and you had to like jump up the things like it just it seems puzzle. it just seems weird that the two games that stand out to you in life are Aladdin for the Sega and 1080 snowboarding for Nintendo 64. Those are the two. It just what are your two? Like if you were to pick two games that you really liked from growing up, what would it be? Fantasy Fantasy Star Online for the uh, Sega Dreamcast. I have no idea what that is. And Zelda Ocarina of Time for Nintendo 64. You know what that is. But it, no, let's go back to you. So like Sega. Wait, so are yours very different? No, they're pretty similar. But oh. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about what did. Okay, so mm-hmm. what did you like about what? What did you like about um, Aladdin for Sega? What What was your why? Why that? What? Why that game? It's probably one of my first I ever played. Okay. And I like the music. Right? Dun, 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 dun. 
I'll admit I've never played it. That kid is screaming after yeah. hearing <laughs> You hear him? Yeah, I heard that. Um, it's a good game. I liked you got to like so there was a lot of the, like jumping back and forth like yeah like second or third level you're in the dungeon and you have to get out of the dungeon there were like little bats that would come down and get you okay and so you have to remember like the pattern of like kitty the pattern of what she she's trying to get up on the t- <laughs> pattern of yeah the pattern of like you have to remember like where to jump or like and like the timing because you know it would have like the stone or the piece of material that would like go back and forth right between like the one ledge to the other ledge and so you have to get your timing right and then you have to bounce around so did you like the challenge of it yeah see that shit frustrates me i ever since a kid like a little kid if i got too frustrated just quit yeah wait so what is so what what did you like about Zelda, because well, I don't well, know the other one. But we're not done with you. We're, so, 1080. Oh what God. did you like about 1080? Uh, it was like, so we used to go to Blockbuster, which is one of my greatest disappointments in life. I really, like, my dream was to be a Blockbuster employee. Mm-hmm. That never happened. Mm-hmm. Bad timing. I know this. Yeah. yeah. Time was not on my side. Um, But we went to Blockbuster, and you could rent the Nintendo system in a game and that was like one of the games you could rent and it was like one of the new ones that was out. Interesting. I feel like there wasn't a lot of stuff out. So here's what I've noticed, right? Mm-hmm. Like not about you, but about most people of our generation. Mm-hmm. The it's Which weird. is early 30s. Early 30s, yeah. Late, late 20s, early 30s. Early to mid 30s. I think. Yeah. So like. I'm 31. Oh my gosh. But here's the thing. So what I've noticed, and it's not I'm not I'm not saying that this is bad at all or anything, right? Our generation is the last I feel I really feel like our generation is the last that that really looked at video games the way that um people do now, right? A lot of people don't. A lot of our generation Which they work how? in they work in mills or they they uh our generation our generation yeah like it was the introduction to the internet when we were in middle school yeah right and i think i think a lot what i'm saying is you you're my experience with you you don't have a big like video game uh love you know you love video games yeah but it's not like to the level that a lot of kids are now Mm-mm. Right? i did a lot and i did a lot of computer games yeah Growing up, like Caesar, I was going to say a different name because that's one of my kiddos' name in the class. Caesar 3. Right. Odal Down Under. Zumbinis. But what I'm getting at, what I'm getting at is kids now, you you ask them what their favorite game is and they all universally will say like one or two or three games. I ask them all the time. They say Fortnite, Minecraft, Roadblocks. But here's what I'm trying to say is it seems that... A lot of people on our generation's favorite old games are tied to uh, a time in their life or a memory, mm-hmm. not necessarily the game itself, right? And I think yeah. that's really interesting. Like, yeah. if you were to go back in time and play those games, they weren't necessarily a lot of times as fun as the memories are now of them. Yeah. well, because They, I they were fun. They were more like... 
it's more I mean it's fun but it's more like uh like um uh, uh an adventure it I, I always take it back to go, like I used to go hiking with my dad it wasn't super fun at the time it was a chore it was annoying right but looking back like I'm like wow those memories are really fun yeah I mean I think that's I think that's nostalgia I think that's I don't know. I think that's I think that's part of life, though. I think right. people. That's why nostalgia is one of the most powerful emotions, and I think our generation has a love affair with nostalgia because I think when we were growing up, a lot of people were very nostalgic for like the you know the sixties or the seventies, and then going into the eighties. Like my sister's a kid of the eighties, so I feel like for a lot of time, people were really nostalgic about a time that like. Yeah, like I was born in 88, so I know like some 80s references, but for the most part, I don't know 80s references. And I feel like uh, yeah, our generation really likes 90s references because that's when we were a kid and we don't get that a lot. So I think it's right. like we have an extra pull towards it because no one would ever mention our references. Right. Because I think kids were like, kids were stupid in the 90s. Well, the reason I bring... stupid. The reason I bring all of this up is because my favorite... One of my favorite games, which was Fantasy Star Online, mm-hmm. I went and played it. I went, and I downloaded an emulator. There, people have like fan server, fan made servers up. It's a multiplayer game. I went and played it uh, yesterday, and you did, yes. Huh. And I tried, like graphics aside, technology aside, the game itself just annoyed the hell out of me. It was fun. It was fun, but there were certain things that I that I remember being like, "Gosh, this is tedious," or "Man, this is like not really thought out," or you know. But my memories of the game far outweigh, and I think it's because we choose to remember the good things about video games. Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't. A lot of times, unless the grind or whatever is super worth it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's weird. I. uh I guess my suggestion to people is don't play the old games that you that you really love. I mean, um, you know. But I have an opposite story to you. Okay. I downloaded a couple of months ago Caesar 3, which was like, I think it's from like 93 or something. One of my all-time favorite games. Redownloaded it, played it, had a blast, and like loved those moments of yeah. like, oh, this is super tedious, or like, oh my goodness, they stopped me. 17 times to tell me this thing that I already know. Well, then maybe I just grew out of it. Maybe like, maybe my memory of having a whole lot of fun with it is, uh, isn't, isn't, I I don't know. I think it depends on the game is my point. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the game that you redownloaded didn't hold up to the test of time in your eyes. So Fantasy Star Online was just. I don't even know what it is. It was leaps ahead of anything else out at the time. Here, here's what it, here's what it was. Um, yeah, so you create this character. Uh, it's either a guy or a girl, and or I don't know, like a shooter person. And um, it's you look really futuristic for the time. Um, and basically, you you get dropped into a lobby. So your little character gets dropped into a lobby where there's a bunch of other people, right? And like, like how many? I I can't re- I can't remember. I think it was like. 60 or something like oh, that. That's pretty big. Well, so imagine in the early 2000s a multiplayer game on your TV. 
I can't think of any. Right. I mean, there was it was so awesome. And, like, they would do things like decorate the lobby around holiday season. So, like, when it was Christmas time, mm-hmm. there would be, like, a big Christmas tree in the lobby. And, like, people you could chat. Mm-hmm. And people would go out and buy these special keyboards. Which and, like, is, like, standard now. But at the but time. But at the time, that's not but it's not even what things are doing. It's not even standard for, like, consoles. Like consoles that exists a little bit, but it was it was it turned into the it went from this like shooter game mm-hmm. to a social game. Like I had friends that I'd look forward to being on. Like they'd be, I had fr- friends in Germany and stuff that barely knew English, and they were like, "What are you going to be on tomorrow?" And I was like, "Yeah, you know, when I get out of school, probably around four o'clock." Mm-hmm. And like they would they would convert the time, and like I would set alarms to like go on these little missions with my friends from all over the world. It was crazy. Well, that's fun. Yeah, it was super fun, and it was just lighthearted. And, like, I have friends now who I'll talk to about it, and they, they like, when, you know, would develop, like, little online crushes and stuff. And, oh, I definitely and, did. Right, and, like, that was, like, a really common, I don't know, it was just a kind of a neat, like, neat, uh, neat thing to experience when you were, you know, a freshman in high school. And that was such a big deal. What? Like, so, because for us, the the way that the internet was introduced to us, it was, the internet is a scary, dangerous, am I too loud? No, you're fine. The internet's like the scary, dangerous place. And like, it was like a don't talk to strangers yeah. type feeling of like, these people are going to, I don't know, do something crazy to you or yeah. get all your information. But I feel like we've been on the internet in the last couple of years between like Twitch and everything. And we've probably been, I've probably been more involved in online stuff now than I ever have been. And my experience with people online is great. I mean, like, you run into people that you completely and totally fundamentally disagree with. But as far as, like, all that scary stuff that we were warned about as a kid, I feel like I haven't, like, really experienced that. Uh, I think, I mean, I mean, like there's places of the internet that are like that, but I guess maybe if you don't go, maybe you get what you seek out Yeah, and or you get what you put out there. And I think, I mean, I, I think a lot of it is not that, not that that's wrong, right? Like scary people exist, Mm -hmm. but I think it just goes to show how do I say this without sounding like a total freaking idiot? A ding dong. Yeah, I mean, I think a, I think a lot of people are super afraid of what they don't understand. Yeah. And a lot of people who are in mainstream media, when we were hearing all of that stuff, didn't really understand it. Mm-hmm. But well, and it's not like it gets explained very well. Predators, they thrive on the people who don't understand. Mm-hmm. So I think it's good. I think it's good that that, you know, that that people I think it's good that obviously it's good that we protect children on the Internet 100 mm-hmm. percent. Um, But at the same time, I think what we experienced was like a lot of it, to be honest, was like the pure innocent Internet before like creepazoids figured out that they could thrive on there, you know, mm-hmm. But it's like the internet gave everybody the ability to find their community for better or for worse. Like, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of negative groups out there that have found camaraderie. But I think 
there are a lot of positive groups, even just like Twitch, like a place where you can go watch people who liked video games. Yeah. Well, in the early, like the early internet, there when it was starting to become, you know, standard, mm-hmm. there are videos. I watched one on YouTube of like how to set up the internet. Mm-hmm. And like there were all these little kids and their parents were like, okay, we're going out to dinner. Enjoy the internet. And they were, you know. Is that that video that's gotten memed a bunch? Yeah, yeah. But the okay. original version of it, it's shocking, yeah, you know, because like these kids, just these little kids, like just go on the internet, mm-hmm. you know, do your homework on the internet. And it was like, little did they, there wasn't even a thought that there was like going to be some creep in a chat room mm-hmm. trying to prey on a young child. Like that wasn't even a, it was like giving your kids the controller mm-hmm. to your TV, the remote and being like, okay, watch the TV. I mean, that's what it was. But that's how I think, um, I think our generation it's and it's like before our generation a little bit they're you know they're having kids those are the kids that i'm teaching in school right now Mm -hmm. that's what they're like yeah their parents are hand them they'll hand them their iphone they'll hand them the ipad they'll hand them their remote with no regard i think to there are there are parents who have a regard there are there are a lot that do but those are but there are many parents who don't I'm surprised. I guess I would say this. I am surprised by the number of parents. Um, and I think everyone does the best that they can at the time in the circumstances. So this isn't necessarily like they're a bad parent, but yeah. I think a lot of parents, I see them like really trust kind of like the process or like the institution. And they assume that they can hand their little kid their iPhone and have it play a YouTube video. And, you know, I've done parent teacher conferences where then the little kid is literally in a stroller, just staring at the iPhone, watching videos repeat after each other. There's plenty of videos on YouTube. You can go look and you can see what happened. Like the weird tunnel of internet videos on YouTube and all these sites are, can get pretty weird. Yeah, to say uh, the when least. you throw it on the autoplay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's so many parents that don't know that they should be putting age restrictions on it or like that there are a few things that they can do to um, at least make it that bit, tiny bit more yeah. like acceptable for the kids to not stumble upon something. Yeah. I mean, there's like there's a remember the whole Spider-Man thing and like. There's this whole Spider-Man thing where, like, Spider-Man was trying to save the lady from Frozen or something mm-hmm. like that. And it was basically just a bunch of grown men running around in, like, spandex. Like, it, H3H3 did, like, a meme video on it. Mm. But it's aimed at children. And they were getting 19 million views in three hours. Mm-hmm. Like, crazy. But they were weird. Yeah. No, I don't... I don't... I don't know. I feel like we're getting... Sorry, yeah, that we could we could go into the topic of weird uh, internet yeah. videos and safety, but I think that's not an avenue we want to go down. Yeah. Let's talk about something more well, positive. I mean, I don't know. We kind of we didn't really like stick to a format this week. I oops. Why don't you start over? I mean, no, I don't really have one to stick with. You know, it's kind of this week has been a little bit uh, a little bit different. I've I've changed focus from. You know, a lot of games. Trash Planet were released on Monday. So that was a huge kind of win. Um, and huge I will, win. I'll put a link to it in the um, description box. So if anyone is interested in Trash Planet, it'll, yeah. be, it'll be there. You can click on it. 
If you don't know what Trash Planet is, it's a cartoon that I do voiceovers in, and I help write the script and the story. Um, it's by my buddy Robit, uh, Daniel. Um, yeah, you check it out. Uh, there'll be a link in the description. Uh, we hit a hundred subscribers, so we got our own. Or we got our own uh, URL, YouTube.com forward slash Bruce Cooper, which mm-hmm. is exciting. Um, that was my goal. As an aside, that was my goal. When I started in January, my goal, I told myself by the time it's, the next time it's January or December or whatever, I wanted to have 100 yeah. subscribers and we hit it. In. Easy, easy mode. <laughs> um, I have been super, 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 super hyper mega focused back in the No Man's Sky thing, mm-hmm. back in the saddle. There's a lot of really... I've de- I've developed some tools for myself. Well, I don't know. Well, I guess let me let me say this. Hey Bruce, I heard you've uh, been developing oh some. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> what I was, have you developed? Tell them. With these, with this game in particular, there's a bunch of different places that you can get news for it about, right? And the exciting thing is, No Man's Sky they release updates as kind of a surprise, mm-hmm. right? So everyone's getting ready for this third announcement. Wait, they don't, you don't know what the third one is yet? No, not yet. Oh, I thought you already knew. So I I am the type of person that likes to know first, right? Like I really want to know first mm-hmm. and I want to I want to make sure I don't miss anything. So there's Twitter, there's Reddit, there's and then there's like thousands of news video game blogs Mm -hmm. so i created this tool i'm calling it a tool but it's a website you can go to nomanskynews.com and it's you actually got that url yeah oh that's awesome it's one place where you can if you click on twitter feed you can see all of the hashtags uh you can see all of the tweets with the with the words no man's sky doesn't even have to be a hashtag just you can see all the tweets with no man's sky you can see all the tweets with Sean Murray. You can see all the tweets with No Man's Sky Beyond. It's No Man's Sky News. Yeah. There's also Sean Murray's Twitter on there. There's Hello Games Twitter on there. There's 505 Gaming's Twitter on there. 505 Games Twitter on there. There's just... And so that's like the Twitter feed, um, which is cool. So I can, you know, I can check that periodically through the day. And I know that if anything No Man's Sky related hits Twitter... I can see all of the, I can see all of the posts there. Just easy peasy, no issue. Can I see that? Can I see your screen looks different than mine? Yeah, I clicked on the wrong website. Which website did you click on? Nomansky.com forward slash news. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that's the wrong one. That's not the one I want. I don't. Why do you Google? Like, it's not going to be on Google yet. I typed it into this top part. Sorry, I'll type it in. Nomanskynews.com. It needs no. to, it'll hit Google soon. Man, sky, news. But so I wanted this like place where I can just get all of my data, no problem, no questions asked. Like, and I wanted it to be automated, right? So, so those are the That's news. Good. Those are the news. So scroll up. Okay. And click on Twitter feed. Twitter feed. Yeah. This looks really good. So this is all of the posts. All of the posts with the words No Man's Sky in it, No Man's Sky Beyond, Sean Murray. If you scroll down. Mm-hmm. 
They may not have loaded, but mm. keep going. Yeah, so refresh really quick, just one time. Oh. Why are you doing that? It's a small bug that I'm trying to fix. So, so if those it doesn't are, load at the bottom, just refresh? Yeah, so those are their actual... Um, those are their actual Twitter feeds, mm -hmm. which is cool. But anyway, the long and short of it, and there's a forum on there, but it's just one website that you can go to. And after my, the goal was after three seconds, three seconds, one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand, three, one thousand. You should no longer feel out of the loop. Okay. You should know exactly what's up. You should know exactly, you know, what's up, buttercup. Yeah. No Man's so, Sky News. So if you're, you know, trying to get caught up or you want to see if you missed anything, like you can go there and there, and there's no question, right? Yeah. Because that was a problem for a lot of people. I noticed when I streamed it, people would come in and go, what's new? I don't know where to go. You know, there's no like, there's no centralized place. So now, but they, the most exciting thing about the tool and the website is that with a flush of keywords and a retype, you can apply it to any game that you want. Yeah. So, like, awesome. let's say you were a huge fan of The Division 2. Mm -hmm. And you wanted to stay completely up to date on Division 2. Well, you flush all those keywords and you type in Division 2. Type in Ubisoft. Is it Ubisoft? Yeah. You can even type in, like, the developer's names. And it'll just give you, I guess, aggregated? Yeah, aggregated. It'll give you so. just parsed out information in a in a way that's easy to read which i thought was i thought was cool and you know hopefully so are you gonna just stick with no man's sky or are you gonna do other ones well for now i mean no man's for sky is my favorite sky. game um it's just kind of you know it it's it's cool and people seem to be liking it i've gotten some really really amazing comments and feedback and oh that's cool i think the next thing we're gonna add is like a a creator's feed so like anytime youtube videos or I, added with cool. the word no man's sky in the um title mm -hmm. it'll provide a thumbnail and a link to the youtube video so the youtubers actually gets the the view yeah you want to make sure that you're giving them credit there's not anything there's not anything on the on the website that plays right like all articles are all news articles open on their sources it's just a thumbnail with a title um well, I don't, I want to make sure because I know how important traffic is, right? Like yeah. this is just a hub. It's not, there's no, to be honest, there's no actual content on the website. It's just a collection of links. Mm -hmm. um, well, I mean, that's Pinterest. words. I mean, yeah, it's exactly. And it's, even Twitter to an extent. It, there's, there's no actual like, the meat of the website is the tool itself, not mm -hmm. the content of it. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. Yeah. How long did that take you? Uh, I started working it. working on it for a while. I started it Friday? Friday morning, yeah. Oh. And it's what, Sunday night? Yeah, but it's been up. Yeah. So it took you Friday to Saturday? Yeah. And I had a bunch of people like... That's cool. I reached out to a bunch of people and had them test it and try to break it. And I'm sure it'll break eventually, but I mean, I'm sure parts... Like the Twitter feed sometimes doesn't load until you refresh, but I bet if you refresh now... It seems to be like a caching. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We'll get it figured out. That's cool. But yeah, that's been kind of my obsession last week. I unfortunately haven't really been keeping up with many other games. Satisfactory ran out of content for me. That's a bummer. Yeah. I how mean, long, so how long did you, how many hours did you end up streaming it before that happened? Around 60. Or I, I mean, about, I guess played. 
I got about 60 hours of playtime out of it. I mean, it's just until the end of April. Then as soon as the end of April comes, there'll be an update for it. Do you know how much, like, what's coming with that update? A um, couple of new elements. I don't know. I haven't really looked into it. Oh, okay. I've just been so wrapped up in No Man's Sky. In No Man's Sky, which feels good. I love the grind. I love the community. Not yeah. the grind. I just, it's like Christmas Eve. This, you know, before they announce these updates, it's like, uh, it's like Christmas is coming, you know? Christmas will be the summer for all of us. And so, do you have a prediction for number three? So, they have multiplayer. That's number one. That's number one. Or No Man's Sky Online. That's number one. Okay. Number two is VR support, which we talked about last week, I believe, right? VR support in No Man's Sky? A little bit. Yeah. Which, it looks amazing. I'm super excited for that. <sighs> I mean, it's hard because I have predictions Mm -hmm. but i also have wants right and it's hard to get it's hard to okay well lay lay on lay a want on me i want a completely new procedural generation the creatures i want all new creatures i want all new i want like when you go on a planet i want it to be i want there to be deep lush planets I want things like uh, further like render distance. Yeah, I want jungles. I want, you know, uh, I'd love like. Have you seen any of the new division? A little bit, yeah. So like that level, or like more? No, I mean No Man's Sky has its this this charm, right? Like it's, I like that. I like that the, it's got a feel, and I I like that. I like their the art style. It's like an art style. Yeah. But if you go back and watch, here's what I want. I want early E3, like before the game launched, I want those trailers to come to life. That's what I, and it never will. Well, that was going to be my question. Is that likely to ever happen? Um, I think. Is it possible, but not plausible? It's possible, but I think. I think what they have to do is they have to be realistic. Yeah. It's possible, but the game wouldn't run at 60 FPS for most people. You know, in in like there's always this fine line, it seems like in any game between what's possible and what they should do. And what they should do is they should make it run smooth and they should make it, you know, not you know, freeze up and but what they want to do is they want to make, you know, they want to make it like they basically want to pretend like every everyone's got supercomputers and they can just do whatever they want. But that's all. That's not the reality of it. No. But do you think that they should be should you be developing to the height of technology? Sorry, I'm not talking into the mic. Okay. Do you think that you should did, should developers be developing to the average ideal customer or do you think that they should be making content and creating their video games to reflect like the height of technology what i what i what should they push the boundaries of technology or should they placate the masses i don't i i don't know because i don't develop games but what i what i want them to do Mm -hmm. is both well i want them to make a game that's scalable a game that you can turn down graphic settings turn down multiple versions of the game Mm -hmm. so if you have the ability to run the game at its maximum potential and beauty level Mm -hmm. 
because you've invested your hard-earned money into powerful equipment, you should be rewarded for that. You should be, you should not rewarded, but you should be able to But don't you think achieve that launching a game of that scale would take it would take years. I don't see, I don't know. I would assume it would take years. I would assume it would take just oodles and oodles of manpower. So it's like, how do you create a game? That sounds like the perfect game, I guess. Well, it's pushing the boundaries of technology, but also available to everyone. See, it's the, now we're, we're getting into the aspect of I'm just going to sound foolish because in my mind, I'm like, yeah, you could just make better assets. They could make more realistic looking plants. They could make more realistic looking trees. They could, you know, and make those procedurally generate and give it a further render distance. And yeah. it's like all of the to me, all of the bones are there. They just need to make them better. But to them, it's like. It could be something completely different. Yeah, I guess unless you're a game developer, it's it's hard so to, hard to so say. Hard to know what it would be. And to be honest, one of the biggest problems that I see not it one of the biggest annoyances is that everybody has an opinion and they go to social media. Yeah. But no one's in the driver's seat. No one knows what it's like to develop a game. Most don't. You know. Well, that's, um, and that's anything too. I but think. that's not an excuse. At the same time, like, No Man's Sky's launch was shitty. We can all sit around and blame, point fingers and do all that, you know. But the reality of it is that No Man's Sky's launch was one eightieth of the content that we have now. It's taken them two years to get to this point, mm-hmm. and that's great, you know. Like it was a. But do you think it's too little, too late? No. A lot of people will say that it is, Mm. but I love everything about the game. I love the idea. I've loved it. I didn't necessarily, I didn't love it at launch, Mm -hmm. but I I saw something there. I remember that day too. I saw something there. Didn't you stay home from work to play it? Yes. I saw something, I saw something there and it's atmospherically was there. The problem was once you were there, you really only had one thing to do, and that was to try to get to the center. There was no base building. There was no really like story outside of that. You would just, go. It was just travel towards the center. Get to your ship. Get your f- ship fixed. Take off. Go and land on another planet. That planet looked exactly like the planet you were just on. Get more materials. Fly to a space station. Sell some stuff. Go to the next system. Inch along for. And your only 40 objective, hours. Your only objective was to get to the center. Yeah. And, and without giving you a spoiler, you get to the center and it all starts over again in a new galaxy. You start, Oh, isn't that you start in Euclid and you go somewhere? Yeah. And then you go to Are a new... Are you impressed that I knew the word Euclid? Euclid, yeah. You go to okay. a new system with a broken ship and you do the same thing over again. Like, but the idea was that it was supposed to take you hundreds of hours to get to the center. Does it? It, it can. If you now you have shit to do. Now you have missions. You can collect multi-tool or not, you know, a lot of people will, now you can collect ships. You can buy freighters. You can do freighter missions. You can build bases. You can race cars. Like you can, there's so much, you could take pictures. I've spent an entire day just taking pictures. But is that, do you think for the average video game player, and I know you kind of are the average video game player, but you have an affinity for 
exploration in space games. Well, see, that's that's just. Do you think it. that's the difference between you and like, an, a quote unquote, like normal? I see this. Playing? I saw this a lot when I was playing DayZ a lot. Mm-hmm. It seemed like there were two types of people. There were the people that were immediately looking for guns and trying to get into gunfights. Mm-hmm. And then there were people who were up in the hills, like looking out at the sunset and like watching it, the beauty and stuff. And I think it changes, right? Like sometimes when I play No Man's Sky, my mission is to just get through the freaking storyline. Yeah. Other times when I play No Man's Sky, I'm taken back by like the beauty of it, almost like I'm high and I just whoa like look at that sunset or whoa like let's go swimming underwater and like like it's weird it's just but to me like no man's sky does not have a pvp no man's sky does not have like a fighting system it's all of that is so plain do you think it needs it i mean to to revert back to what i think number three is going to be I think number three is here. Here's what I here's my belief. I think the third update is going to introduce um, a system in which you have full customization of everything. So you get a multi tool. You'll mm-hmm. be able to scrap parts off of the multi tool. Apply them to new, your new multi-tool. You'll be able to have multiple multi-tools. You'll be able to customize your ship. You'll be able to take wings off your ship and buy new wings. You'll be able to, you'll be able to fully customize every aspect of your personal belongings. That's what I think it's going to be. But do you think it's going to be limited to just the player? What do like, you mean? is it just your character and ship, or do you think it's going to? Is what? there other stuff that that could affect? I mean, I think there's so when your possessions in game are the freighter, mm-hmm. your multi tool, and your and your ships. So you'd be able to have full customization over those things. You think? Well, you are, can already customize your player. Oh, so but now, you, so one of the biggest frustrations is multi tools, right? Each multi tool has its own stat. But when stat sets, but when you go and when, let's say you find a multi-tool that you like the look of more. So is the multi-tool basically comparable to your weapon and like your favorite weapon in any, any other like any like shooter game? Yeah, it's your weapon in, in No okay. Man's Sky. Continue. So like let's say you had a really cool multi-tool that you liked. You liked the way it looks, but it didn't have such good stats. Mm-hmm. You find one that's got really good stats, but it looks super crap. Mm-hmm. Well, let's say you decide to buy that one. Well, the one that you really like the look of, it's gone. You're never going to get it back. How do you know? Well, it's you can only have one at a time. Oh. What if you can you not find it again? Well, you can, but the the point of it is like you should be able to buy 5 multi-tools and choose one back at your base. Yeah. You can't. Well, that's silly. What if you like are are a fancy boy and you need But that's what fancy I'm saying. Items. That's what I'm saying. So like imagine if you could buy a multi-tool that you really like the look of. Yeah. And you could slowly customize it and expand its slots or expand or change the color of it or add like a element. That would be very cool. Yeah. So take that recipe and apply it to ships, apply it to freighters, apply it to multi-tools, apply it to... Are there are there other games where you can already do that? Is that like... A, like I'm immediately thinking, I'm assuming Minecraft, you probably have 
something like no, that? Th- yeah, kind of. That's completely different. Oh. It would be, um, yeah, I, I mean, most. Mo- that's Is that like common in. I, I, I don't know. I mean, No Man's Sky is kind of in a league of its own no, in terms of true. you can't really compare it to anything. But yeah, I mean, I think that that's I think that that is uh, what they're. And I'm not necessarily super excited about that. I've never really cared about upgrading my ship or or, uh, you know, owning multiple multi tools. I just want to go to a planet and see different things. Mm-hmm. You know, there's 18 quintillion planets. They all have the same thing. There's maybe 20 variations, it seems like. Yeah. So after your 20th planet, you're kind of seeing the same stuff over and over and over again. I'd love if they could pump out, take out the old stuff and slowly rotate in new stuff and continue to do that over time. Yeah. We talked about that last week. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's... Which, uh, if you didn't watch last week, you can go to youtube.com forward slash Bruce Cooper and watch it now because now we have a custom URL. That's right. I don't know. It just seems. Here's what I do know. I do know that whatever they come out with, not everyone's going to be happy, and that's the worst part. Is that they could come out with an amazing update, and somebody will have something crappy to say about it. But well, because I guess it's just the beauty is in the eye. The, 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 ba, ba, ba. the beauty is in the eye of the boulder. That's true. Yeah, and it's just. I mean, it is. It is what it is. Do you have a game or do you have like a movie or TV show or something that I guess this is they're doing a lot of the unpopular opinion on Twitter. I guess. Do you have an unpopular opinion on something? Um, an unpopular the, opinion on No Man's Sky? Well, just on. Do you have anything? It doesn't have to be No Man. It could be No Man's Sky. I was just I was expanding it to TV and movies and other games because I couldn't list them. My unpopular opinion is that Home Alone 2 sucks. Yeah, that is wrong. That's a wrong. <laughs> Home Alone 2 is awesome. Home yeah. Alone 1 is better, but Home Alone 2 is great. Alone Lost one. in New we're, York? We're a Home Alone 1 family. Lost in New York has no business here. My unpopular opinion about No Man's Sky is that there were a lot of a- aspects prior to Next that were better. Next removed a lot of really awesome things. Yeah. Uh, color palette. I loved the colors prior to next. Um, I don't remember. Water colors. Mm. And they I were like, like the, really bright after now, right? Yeah, kind of. Well, they're like, yeah, I don't know. Looks like Sherbert. I like the skies before next. I like the, like the clouds. Yeah. Um, uh, I remember I liked, the next launch and you guys watching the trailer. And by you guys, I mean you and the, everyone who was in the chat that day. Watching the trailer and just watching like literally like frame by frame of like the clouds oh, yeah, yeah. passing out. Like we could go, you could go back in your VOD and watch like 30 minutes of you guys talking about, about the fucking clouds. That's what it's all about. And now you're like, I don't like the clouds. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. They just, they look like, they look like uh, cotton balls as before in the past. They looked like a real cloud, but yeah. this is all unpopular opinions. These are my unpopular opinions. Yeah. The, the biggest thing for me is I liked, um, Prior to next, it seemed like the landscapes were much hillier. Mm-hmm. Like they were much more dynamic. They were like aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, just huge caverns. and But but prior, like next has them too. But they're a lot more like, uh, next has like grand canyons mm-hmm. and flat plains. Before next, it seemed like there was more realistic sort of. Yeah, the hiccups. Yeah, they were like. um. I don't know. It was just 
micro versions of that and lots yeah. of it. So like a lot of smaller hills. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, but th- I played Atlas Rises and Pathfinder. No, I, I'm sorry. I played Pathfinder uh, a week ago. I rolled my game back and then I played Next. And Next is just by far a better game. It's a, It makes the game in almost every aspect so much better. But yeah. there are some things that I miss. Yeah. That's my unpopular opinion. Hmm. Yeah, that's all really I that's all I did last week. Uh Trash Planet, uh YouTube Trash Planet, um, no mansknews.com. Did a lot of streaming, got drunk on Friday playing Mario Kart. That was fun. Our downstairs neighbors, I believe, are gone. <coughs> How about you? What we're about well, about forty five minutes in. No. Oh. Let's tell us about your week. Uh, mostly a lot of TV. I kind of had, I had a admittedly weird week, right? Always have weird weeks. Always have weird weeks. But the last two weeks have been interesting. Yeah. Kind of rough. Yeah. Just a lot on my plate. So I took, uh, I took, what day is it? Sunday? Took Friday. I took Friday off as a, kind of just like a mental health sick day. I just needed a break. So I did that and I watched Daria all day. I've been watching a lot of Daria. I watched Daria all day Friday, all day Saturday, and actually not that much today because we went over to, what I do? I went to the grocery store early Mm -hmm. and got coffee on the way home, which was nice. And that was only because you put money on my Starbucks card Mm -hmm. after you got your I, I had some good stream days. You had some good stream days, and so you were. Re- he was really nice, and he put money on my card, my Starbucks card, so I'd go oh, to yeah. Starbucks. That was very nice of you. So I put. Uh, I went to Starbucks, and what else did I do today? I came Ooh, home. Don't do that. Stop. Mm. I hate that. Please mm. no. Chocolate. Mute your. Th- <laughs> <laughs> I love that video. What did he do? I came. Oh, I went and got a massage. Okay. That's what I did. Right? Yeah. That's what I did today. So I'm very sleepy and sore. But it was so good. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, you went and got a massage. And then we went over to your Sorry, my house. phone's blowing up. Went over to my parents' house, saw my little brother's new car. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nice. It was nice. Don't yeah. say it like that. It was nice. No, it was nice. What? Do you want to say this the the reason your voice is going up at the end? Someone smoked in it before he bought yeah. it. It was a heavily smoked in car, but it he'll was, get the smell out. Yeah, he'll get the smell out. But it was you got it at a good deal. It was a nice car. Yeah. And we saw so we have Riley who's eight. Yeah, seven. Seven, eight. How long have we been together? Seven? We have been together since April twenty fifth, two thousand and twelve. So that'll be in a couple of weeks. Yeah. We'll be our seven year since we met. Yeah. No, since that's when we officially started. That's since Grand Gesture Day. And I've had Riley. You've had Riley since before Grand Gesture Day. Yeah. He was about a year old when you met him. So, yeah. He's got to be about eight. Wow. Because I got Kitty about a year before I met you. They're basically like the same age. Yeah. And I got her. I started working at there uh, in 2010 
And you started working there in 2011. Yeah. Crazy. Kitty was a year. So Kitty's eight. But we had Riley, who's eight. We had Rocco, who's 15, 14? Yeah. 14 or 15. Casey, who is, gosh, how old is he now? Four months? Five months? Yeah. Somewhere in there. About to get his his choo-choos snipped. His balls cut out. His his chimney changas. About to get them balls cut out. Trying to think of what's going to get his nuts. Donuts. His little. His little donuts. Going to get off. a testy removal. Yeah. I die test me. Yeah, he's getting his balls cut out. That yeah. sucks. They're going to scoop him out. Okay, we get it. <laughs> we should shut and up. And then there was balls. Maple. 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 Crazy dog. Who's two? No way. Uh-uh. She went to Yahats once. Yeah, but I don't think she's two. And we got married last summer. We didn't go to Yahats. Maybe. So a, a year and a half? Jesus Christ. Okay. Two? Yeah. Yeah. So we had Maple, Riley, Casey, and Rocco. And then all the people. But like, so we had these four crazy dogs all running around. Yeah. Being cuckoo. Yeah. And then we came home. And then I took a nap. Yeah. And watched Daria. And then I filed my nails. What what have you been watching? Like just Daria? Uh what about the yoga? Oh yeah. You watch this I ASMR started, thing too. Yeah. So no, let's start with the yoga. You're gonna embarrass no, I'm not me. gonna embarrass you. So the, a lot of people do this. So I have always I was thinking about it actually, I was as I was stretching the other day. Um I've always like stretched at night. Like I was thinking back to even in high school I did it. Mm-hmm. Um so I've been feeling very stressed and very tight. So I've been stretching to not feel so like uh, and um, one of the, and usually just like stretch to music, but I started doing it to a YouTube channel that I found. It was called Yoga by, it's Adrian or Adrian, Adriana, Adrian. I think it's Yoga with Adrian. And um, she's really good. And I had her on the TV earlier and that I've been watching that. I had her on the TV. You're just holding your little jar. I'm holding my mic. Oh, why do we have jars? Oh, yeah, that, was we that was something candles. we did. That was something candles. We made candles. Made a candle. Made a little candle. So yeah, she. I don't know. Yoga, interesting. I'll well, try you, it. Well, that's the thing, is that I want you to try a doing little... it with me tonight because they do a before bed one. Okay. And I think that would help us sleep. Okay. And I was thinking you have to do it with me because I want you to. And you're nice, and we'll do that kind of stuff. Now, this ASMR. Okay, so now what is this? Because I uh, listen. I've been doing something similar. Okay. But you have to. What is so? If we you you watch her like when you're being productive, which is interesting. I watch. Well, I almost always have something on. If you turn around, you will find that I currently have a fireplace going on (laughs) on our TV. Uh, I almost always have something going. Um. So I watch, there's like one person that I watch right now. Yeah. So it's her, her handles, it's Blitz. It's B-L-I-T-Z-Z-Z, but her name is Julia. And she has a, a Instagram and a YouTube of this, of the same. So it's Blitz on both, but her name is Julia. Okay. And she does a lot of different types of videos. She's been on YouTube for a really long time. 
Um, but she does everything from like ASMR video, like something that you'd be maybe classify like as like an ASMR, like a sounds. Not really a ton of those, but she does these like relaxation ones where it's like it's a lot of like massage and stretching but and stuff. It's like makeup though, right? She doesn't Some she put them on makeup in ASMR? There are ones where they do, but not. I think she has one where she's putting on makeup, but not a lot of that's them. That's wild. But that's the thing with like get ready with me videos or that those type of videos. Like, I think ASMR is a lot. I think what people say that they get from like a quote unquote strictly ASMR type video. I think the people what people would say the reason they watch them is ultimately the reason people watch like a lot of different types of videos. Yeah, like your Steve MRE. Yeah. Is it Steve Emery? 1989. 1989? Yeah. Steve Emery, 1989. But there's a new one that I've really fallen in love with. Go for it. Alpha Investments. We talked about this a little yeah. bit last week. We should do the uh, eye drops after this. Yeah, my eyes kill me. Okay. He, his name's Rudy. Rudy, if you're listening, man, keep doing you. He knows and invests in magic, and he knows it. But the way he talks about it is so entertaining. Anyway, we're not talking about Rudy. We're talking about Ethel. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. it's Blitz. It's Blitz. It's Blitz, which she would not be listening, but she is actually... So we made soy... We made candles this weekend. We made soy wax candles, and I wanted to do this for a while, and I... I Sorry. Thanks. I wanted to make the candles for a while, because my candles are running out, and I like to take baths with candles, and they're all melting... And so I decided I wanted to make candles because they're so easy to make. And I Googled it and it turns out it's Blitz has a candle making. And she also, well, she used, I think, coconut wax. Hmm. But I the like the way that we made ours were similar to the way that she made hers, which was kind of cool. Yeah, we she need, ended up having a wax video. Can you a, smell them? No. Yeah. Which is kind of good because last night I tried to make a man, like a man scent. And uh, it's the candle behind you and I'm going to formally request that you do not smell it. Why? Because, uh, okay, I'm going to suggest that you do smell it. Let's smell this. Is my cologne in it? No, it's a mixture of essential oils, none of which go together. Oh, it smells good. It's orange peel, tea tree, clove, and Let's then... Let's light it up. And then, no, well, it's not done. Why? What do you mean it's not done? Because I was going to put more wax in it. Oh, okay. Well, don't you think we should? You can light it. There's a shit ton of oils in it like i tried to make it real smelly yeah let's i'm just gonna light it up okay where's the lighter? scissors i'll be right back yeah this shit mm. Mm. does not it smells good would anyone okay if i made candles on stream would you would you all be into it make a candle and i could sell it and maybe donate the money to charity I want to donate the money to charity. Bebe, what? You're right. I shouldn't. I shouldn't be down myself. The candles smell great. Yeah, it smells great. Damn it. Can't wait to try to light it down there. Well, I'm planning on. I got a plan for that. <laughs> so, my podcasts, our podcasts are different. All right, we do things in real time. I can't wait to light this up. Ooh, I can't wait to light up this candle. Is that? It's a Q-tip. 
my god, you're brilliant. But I'm going to keep this candle close by because I want to see if it, uh, it's very, smell it throughout the podcast. Pa- candles have always been really interesting to me. Well, the second, hold on. It's a multi, multi-purpose tool. Candles? Yeah, it light, you can, you can use it as luminance as well. It's got some. Is ar- luminance a word? Luminance, yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. You, and, uh, and, uh, you can use it as a, uh, uh an aromatherapy well, and light. Yeah, luminance. Oh, okay. Well, I like them in the... Yeah, I've started using... Luminance. 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 The intensity of light emitted from a surface per unit area in a given direction. The Would component of a tele The component of a television signal which carries information on the brightness of the image. Hmm. You got to trust me more, babe. Babe. See, that's... A, I've been using them in um I've been using them in my bath. <laughs> you smell. Yeah, it smells anyway, good. There's this the, it, scene from the office where they go they do a dinner party at Michael and Jan's house and she and they're doing an office tour and they they go into her office where she makes candles and she goes whenever I get stressed out I just come in here and I just grab my candles and I just oh I just smell them. <laughs> First thing I thought of when we made ours is just, I'm just going to go, oh, I'm just going to go smell my candles. Mm, I want to make a mint chocolate chip one. I would, I bet you could do that. Mint you could, chocolate. Well, you could just. Or a Reese's peanut butter cup one. Yeah, but I don't think you do it with natural oils. I think you'd have to get like a flavor pack. Yeah. You'd have to go find some flavor. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I do that on stream all the time. Ooh. Yeah, but you don't have a camera on you right now, so you're a little bit more, you're more into it now than you. Do you think, do you miss when you did camera stream? Yes. Every day. Would you go back to it? No. No? I could, I can't. Why? Because. I think people, I think people who watch me like having, uh, like being able to see me. I mean, it's it's okay. It's cool. I mean, but I do miss. I mean, you're cute. I do miss. I do miss being able to. You can be more of a. You can be more of a um, narrator without a camera. I think. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're watching a movie, right? And I've said this. I made this argument before. When you're watching a movie with narration, it would be weird to see a guy's face narrating, like the movie narrator, versus just hearing like. Jimmy learned a valuable lesson that day. Do not touch a stranger's nipple. You know, like that sort of like narrow. What the fuck is Jimmy getting into? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that narration. If that's the lesson he learned that day. Think of Sandlot. The narrator in Sandlot. It'd be weird to see his face. Who is the narrator in Sandlot? Do you know that the person who showed me Google, they showed me YouTube for the very first time, is in the Sandlot? What? I've told you this before. Who's Who? It's the kid, his name is Danny, he goes, uh, well, I guess, never mind. What? Well, then, people, I don't want people to... Alright, you want to keep it private? Yeah, that's private, I shouldn't, I sh- that person might David, not be saying that. David Mickey Evans is the narrator of oh, Sandlot. never mind. Oh, wait, James Earl Jones is just in it. God, I wish I knew who you knew. 
I'll tell you. I've told. First of all, I've told you the story. Second of all, I'll tell you. I bet I could figure it out. No, I'll just tell you afterwards. Anyway. 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 Yeah. So I don't know. Just like not having a camera. Just it. I don't know. And then like for me, I get this weird like stamina thing. If I don't have a camera, I, I automatically feel like more ref- refreshed when I stream. So like I feel like I could stream longer. Because mm-hmm. when you're when you're showing your face, it takes it, it's stressful sometimes, right? Yeah. And like you don't you you have to. I feel like you have to sit up a certain way, and I mean I'm a lot harder on myself when I'm camless. I just lean back and take off my pants and just show your nips. Just stream, you know, like do that. But. Yeah. Well, what if you did it like, what if like one day a week, would you be open to like... No, no, I'm good. What if you did a 24-hour stream, voice only? No, I'm good. <laughs> no. I don't want to. I like okay. I like using the camera. Okay. I don't. Suit I like yourself. I like using the camera. Suit yourself. But, yeah. I like that candle. Does it smell? Getting there. Hmm. I started to write... I started to write notes for what I was doing this week, and then I got caught up with stuff. I have been listening to Billie Eilish's new album, like, on repeat. Notice that. Yeah. Oh, speaking of listening, um, for those of you asking about Apple and iTunes, we we can't, we still have not, we were fighting with them, (laughs) not with Apple, but we're fighting with our host. Uh, I'm hoping to get this resolved this week. If not, I'm just going to go to a new... This is the last week, and if I can't get it up there, I'm just going to go to a new uh, podcast host and go from there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I was. I, she her new album came out. Yeah. Was it where Where do we go when we all fall asleep? Which I didn't know that was her first album because she's got so either. much music out there. But apparently, I think that's actually good technically her first album interesting and then ariana grande put out the monopoly song and i've been listening to that on repeat so i haven't been watching as much but i've been like listening to a lot of music cool stretching cool and then the last this weekend's all been all daria cool. it's been a great reminder about 90s culture and what life a, a time gone by yeah yeah daria's great daria's great and then I was rewatching Into the Spider-Verse the other day. Oh, yeah. I forgot that we own that. We own that. And that was amazing because I remembered that we owned it. So I just it's a great movie. It is. I love it. So good. And then I have not been really... There's a lot of stuff that I meant to keep up with this week. And I just kind of haven't because I've just had like so much going on. Yeah. That it feels like... I don't know. But... Next weekend is Game of Thrones. Game. How did you know that? Because everywhere is all this Game of Thrones. I know, shit. but you don't do Game of Thrones. So I, I don't. just expected you not to know. It's so next annoying. week's Game of Thrones. People are like, oh I'm, my. Well, I'm ex- so this is the final season, which is why people are they're make they're hyping it up. The final season ever. Yeah. Why do they do that? Well, because it's a set. It's a story, and then so I love it when. I prefer, and this is seven seasons, so it's not like it's girl that limited. But I, girl, bitch to bitch. 
I, hate I that. love bitch to bitch. I love <laughs> I love a limited series. I love I I prefer it when people who are making like long form content, aka TV. Mm. I love it when it's like we're going to do two seasons or three seasons or four seasons or like whatever they have a plan because I, there's nothing. The thing that I hate most about television is when it's like this endless storyline that like just never ends and there's no resolution ever. And then it's like they have this big problem in the first season and then they finished it at the beginning of the second season. And then they've got to come figure out something else. That's even like, it's, it seems (laughs) like it's like this. (laughs) It's this endless cycle of like, Oh my God. Yeah. The fuck. Yeah. I like it when there's like a run and then it's over. Yeah. I get you. Well, and there's nothing like I feel like this happened to the office, but it happened for like, I think, kind of a number of reasons. Yeah. But I hate it when it is an unpleasant experience when a series doesn't get like doesn't end on time. So it's 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 just this endless episode after episode and you just wish they'd put it out of its misery like the simpsons yeah i love the simpsons that's my everything it's my yeah yeah father mother secret lover so is it no it's teacher mother secret lover i but i just want it to end uh, yes Mm -hmm. i know nothing about it now it's your turn so Mm -hmm. not to derail too much but my favorite part of the entire podcast. Mm-hmm. Which Twitch streamers have or Twitch streamer mm-hmm. have I been lurking in this week? And theme song. This week. Hold on. What? I want to do a drum roll. The, <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't make it dramatic. Wait, hold thing. on. No, I want to make it dramatic. Okay. I have a flair for the dramatic. Okay, is this okay? I have been watching a is lot. Is this a good sound? Does that sound like a drama? Yeah, okay. Okay. I have been watching a lot of a gentleman by the name of Jimbo. J I M B Zero. This guy has, he's rather new in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he, I don't even know where he. I don't know. He just like came crashing into my uh, my universe. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been playing a lot of Stardew Valley recently, mm-hmm. which I have mad respect for because that game is really it was really hard for me to stream because it's a little bit slower. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have like amazing graphics, but it appears to have a really cool community. And to be honest, like it's been really it's been inspiring and really neat seeing him kind of latch on to a game that suits him really well and he's so freaking kind like yeah he's just one of those guys and this is a reoccurring theme for me but it's just one of those people that when you watch him you're like wow this guy's a sweetheart yeah. like he it just is accepting this is of the you you were showing me the other night jimbo he wears a hat mm-hmm. he was wearing a hat when we were watching I, yeah i think he must have been yeah and he just he's just a very kind very uh just a, he just welcomes everybody. So I don't know. He's a little bit of a role model for a lot of people who are looking for like how, you know, how should I act or how should I talk or, you know, go check Jimbo out because he's doing it right. And, yeah. and, uh, so if I, if, sorry, let me talk into the microphone. If I wanted to start streaming, 
Jimbo would be a great example of what to do. The textbook perfect, like, yes. Well, that is a pretty high compliment. Yeah. I mean, no one's textbook, right? Because that's boring. But he's definitely, like... I think that's really cool. He's just very, very nice. Very kind. Good at games. Good at streaming. Just a, a good... Just a good broadcaster, yeah. and he's fun to watch, and I'll continue to watch him. Sorry I don't chat a lot, Jimbo. I just, I lurk a lot because, you know, we know this. I'm a lurker. Me too. Lurker makes Lurkers make Twitch go around. But yeah, Jimbo, if you're listening, keep it up, buttercup. Much love, man. Yeah, that is who I watched last week and who I'll continue to watch. Nice. Well, yeah. I, already, I said my YouTube one already. Yeah. It's Blitz. Blitz. And I can I tell you something? Yeah. I had it. I had her on my list of people that I've been watching last week. Uh huh. But I didn't mention her because I was afraid you were gonna make fun of me because it's ASMR. I, no, there's. This isn't a place where we get made fun of. I know, but I was nervous that people. Well, I guess I didn't think you were gonna make fun of me. I thought you were gonna make fun of me. No, no one's gonna. This Them. is. This is okay. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna come into the Bruce Cooper circle to make fun of people, then you can go f right off. Right? You're not welcome here. Don't let the door hit you in the. Now listen, I'm all for some friendly, friendly, you know, you know, whatever. But if you're actually legitimately making fun of people, then you need to really grow up. You need to grow up. Take a look at yourself. Yeah. Sometimes I need to remind myself of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of all I have. That's kind of it. Yeah, I didn't have a very, I didn't have a very like exciting week. I it's feel a like rest week. I feel like it was. Yeah, it's a lot of rest. It's the week after. Are we? Was this the first week back after spring break? I can't remember. I can't remember. It may have been. I think it was actually because we did science this week. Yes. So this is the first week back from spring break, and it was pretty, pretty rough. Just yeah. not like school was fine. I think it was just exhausting and like. We're in the last, so it's what, April, first week of April, so all of April, all of May, and most of June, for three weeks of June, so I've got two, almost three months of school left, mm-hmm. so it's just that like downward slope and we're about to go into state testing, which is a mm-hmm. pain in my butt, Yeah, in my butt. Um, summer will be here soon. Summer will be here soon, so I think that's the thing with spring break, I think it's like enough it's like enough of a taste of summer to be fun, but it's like now all I want is that taste of sweet, sweet freedom again. Yeah. But I'm excited for next year. Yeah. I found out who my principal's going to be. Yeah. Which I am. I was surprised. I thought the other person was going to get it. So uh-huh. it was a little bit of a surprising find out for me, but they went into the process really wanting either candidate to be ready to like step onto the job and. I think that either could. So I don't think Good. I don't think it's a negative at all. But yeah. I was surprised. I yeah. would say that. Yeah. All right, cool. Please don't do that. Please don't make that a habit. Please. <laughs> all right. Wait, can I just can I do one final one? Yep, do it. I took my headphones off. Mm. Mm. Vanilla. Mm. Flavors. What else, lose, what else does he say? We're gonna lose our one hundred and seven subs. Well, it was nice knowing you. Thanks for the ride. Good night. <laughs> All right. Sorry, that was right into the microphone. That's okay. Good thing your hand. Yeah. Can you cut that so it's not? We'll leave it as a reminder. No. 
of what of what to do. Babe. But what if I ask you with my cute voice? I'm I'm gonna What if I ask you I'll make it sound good. With my cute voice. Okay. Thank you for listening this week to our cute voice. Mm-hmm. I will we will you do your outro with your cute voice? I don't have a cute voice. I don't think that's true. Okay. Let's <laughs> let's call it here. Okay. Thank you so much. Much love to you. Be kind to yourself. Be good to one another. And treat and, each other right. And treat each other right. And I will see you in streams. This uh my channel is uh brought to you by meundies.com forward slash Bruce Cooper. Uh you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Bruce Cooper. At Bruce Cooper TV on Twitter. And on Instagram, it's Bruce Cooper. No, but I want you. What's your... Oh. How do we get a hold of you? You can get a hold of me by just yelling real loud. I answer to everything, including hey you. Um, Twitter, at Ethel Coopa, C-O-O-P-A. Uh, Instagram, Ethel Coopa, C-O-O-P-A. And on Twitch, at just Ethel. Thank you, but I don't stream and there's no point in reaching me there. Okay. And youtube.com forward slash Bruce Perfect. All right. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. Yay. And uh, yeah, enjoy your week. Bye. Bye. Love you. Love you. No, I'm talking to you. Oh, well, love I love you. Okay, I love you too. Love you too.